Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Devil in hell, stop 
You didn't stop your blessing that God would have for you on this morning. And because of that, we want to set the atmosphere and just invite the Lord here. Somebody say, Lord, come on in. We have come into this house, gathered in his name to worship him.
You do not have to die twice. Amen. Hebrews 9 and 27 says that it was appointed for man once to die after that is the judgment. And when we understand that, there's nothing that you can do about the first death. That's part of the equation as a result of Adam and Eve. Amen? As a result, people fail to remember that man was initially designed to live forever. He was God's prized creation. Everything else, you got to understand, you are different from anything else God has created. What you have to understand is that God made you in his image. He created, you see, so many times, you know, when we were younger, they told us that we were made from dirt. And some of you probably still believe that today, but when you really study God's word, it tells us that, that we were made from dust. We were made from dust. And you've got to remember that God had given Adam a farm, over every creature on earth. Now, you have to understand things about animals and humans. We all let off dust particles. You're letting them off right now as we speak. Molecules are just disintegrating and fading back off. So you've got to understand, when God created us, he created us from the dust. Y'all want to hear that's why he allowed us to name the lion the lion. He gave us dominion over kangaroos and bears and everything else because he made us from every living particle that was on earth and shaped us in his image. And because he formed us, shaped us in his image, he said, I got to do something. See, when he spoke, to the kangaroo, he said, kangaroo, kangaroo came. When he spoke to the lion, the lion came. He said, but I need to do something that the world may know, that eternity may know, that this is my prized possession. And he breathed his breath in our nostrils, and we became a living soul. So when your dog Fido dies, Contrary to popular belief, all dogs go to heaven. The dog going right back to Mother Earth. But see, God breathed something that was personal from him to you, and that's his spirit. Amen? That's why, that's why he's our prior creation. He's our prior creation. And because he's our prized creation, we cannot operate the way the rest operate. Amen? So because of Adam and Eve's disobedience to God, he said, therefore, he hardened the ground. He said, that way you're going to have to work for whatever you get from here on out. By the sweat of your body. Praise the Lord. Then he, he said, woman, he said, part of your punishment is that when you give birth, you're going to be the closest to death, but yet you'll be blessed when you come through on the other side. Amen? Amen? Amen. 
And when you understand, when, when, when he said another thing that I must allow you because disobedience is disobedience, amen? The wages of sin is death. Therefore, you shall die. And that is why we have to understand why we are where we are. You don't have to die twice, though. Yes, this body will soon wear down. Don't be afraid about that as part of the process. But be afraid if you don't hear the infamous words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. See, I can make it with arthritis. Hello? I can make it with poor vision because those are just little hindrances here on earth. But when I understand, I'm living to live again. I'm not worried so much about being caught up in stuff right now. Yes, I appreciate good things, but the best thing I could ever have is Jesus Christ in my life. Amen. Amen. As beautiful as my wife is, I think she's the cutest thing here on earth. But she can't get me to heaven. Amen. But watch this. God is going to determine if I make it or not by how I treat her. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to talk this morning, but that's okay. So when I understand, when I say, well, God, it's in your hands, I know that I'm just, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. So when Adam and Eve sinned, they created this thing that we so call up on, and that's time. And the only one who's worried about time is man. Because God is not worried about time. Because one day with him is like a thousand years. God is focused on eternity. Because time, sooner or later, you're going to expire. But you never die if you know who Christ is in your life. But you only have to die once. Don't worry about what the doctor says about your prognosis. Hello? You ever heard the warning that comes before destruction? Amen. All you hear, he says, you have a time, get your house in order. Get your house in order. When you, you, well, you're so focused, well, the doctor said, I got this. Okay, you got that. And when the doctor can tell you that I didn't know we had an expiration date on the bottom of our feet. <laughs> Hello. Michael W. Prince, born May 19, 1967, at 8.57 p.m. He will expire at such a time. No, I'm not according to milk. I'm not according to milk. So that's why I embrace every moment that God has given me here on earth and understand that, 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 that he slayed me, yet will I trust him. Just because you've been diagnosed and diagnosed with a certain disease, I don't mean that's what's going to carry you out of here. Hello? Because we got an all, we serve an all-time God. We serve a mighty God. And because we serve a mighty God, I can't worry about what they say. I have to worry about what he said. He said, I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Just because you got something don't mean you can't enjoy the embrace the life that God has given you. You can still save folks in your sickbed. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. You worried about, man, I can't do what I used to do. You weren't designed to do what you used to do. Paul said when I was young, I did young stuff. 
Now that I'm older, I got to do some grown-up stuff. Look at somebody say, grow up. You know, you got some friends that will never let you go in your childhood day. Baby, we 70 years old. I, I can't skip rocks across the lake like I used to. That's time for me to pass that and pass that to my children and my children's children. But now I'm here for counseling. I'm here to let you know that you got to prepare yourself for the second coming. Amen? See, what you think your second coming is is payday. Yeah, payday is coming after a while. But it ain't the paycheck. You can see the paycheck that you want or you should be seeking. If you understood the reward that is truly behind it, you would really put in overtime. You would really put in overtime. You wouldn't be so worried about, man, they better have my money right now, Lord, because he said the righteous are going to barely make it in. Let me help somebody. The righteous are going to barely make it in. That means the person that you look up to, that you think is so spiritual, the one you think they got it all right, they're going to barely make it. And if they don't barely make it, what does that say about you? What does that say about me? I got to get my house in order. I got to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do because, yeah, it's good to see that you made it, but I want to make it too. Amen? Can you imagine Can you imagine talking to the Lord? He said, well, Lord, such and such is the reason I didn't make it. No, that's not the reason you didn't make it. Because you remember when when the the great Samaritan was, was, was coming through, he wasn't a church person. The preacher passed them up, the priest passed them up, the prophet passed them up, but the good Samaritan is the one that fed him. He said, well, God, he said, when I was hungry, you didn't feed. He said, well, Lord, when did I know you were hungry? When did I know you were hungry? Anytime you pass somebody, so you got to understand, God strategically put people in your life for a reason. So you think you put, you put, he puts you in there to get on your nerve. No, he put that in there to, for your assignment. So that's somebody you keep trying to shake off, and they keep coming back. He's like, I, man, I thought I got rid of you, and they keep coming right back. That's your assignment. And you wonder why you can't get to the next level, because you hadn't passed the required test. You, you, you have, God is trying to give us every opportunity that we don't mess up, because you only need to die once. You keep wondering, well, why I keep going through this? Because you hadn't got it right. You hadn't figured it out yet. Why do I keep bumping my head? Because you're hard-headed. Amen? Some of you, bless your heart, you said, Lord, I keep finding the wrong man. No, you ain't finding the wrong man. You're talking the wrong fellow. <laughs> you look at you. See, your Mr. Wright is 6'3". Yeah, look at somebody. Whoop! That's your problem right now. Whoop! Oh, Lord, look at him. He's so fine. But don't even know how to spell Jesus if you spot him the first three letters. <laughs> Woo, he's sexy. When sexy, don't get you in the heaven. Because I can make heaven 100 pounds overweight, no teeth, blind as a mole, but you have a heart full of God. And see, well, see, see, I'd rather look good in the spirit than to be so focused on the right now in the natural. See, the natural is good to be healthy, fit, and wise, but what good is it for you to get up every morning at 5 o'clock to go run two miles and you won't spend 10 minutes facing God's word? You will run. You will get up. Look at the work. Look at the work that it takes. You get up before everybody else. You go and work out. 
so you can be fit, fit. Then you gotta you gotta come back, shower, get go to work, come back, and then you're spinning and, and calorie count and doing all this, and you don't have time for God's word. You don't have God. You don't have time for God's word. How dare you? How dare and you wonder why you can't get ahead? You got you can you can tell me to the penny how much you got in the bank, but you can't tell me how many books are in God's word. Hello, somebody. When I ask you about Ananias, you come out. What is that? A new shake? No, no. You got to understand. That, that's good. That's good. Say natural is good, but spiritual is better. Because I serve a spiritual God. Y'all, y'all. I serve a spiritual God. You see, God say, y'all the one that won't think. I don't need things because I own everything. Lord, have mercy. If I know that I own stuff, I don't have to flex. You got it. When you flex it, y'all, you're doing, I got more than you got. I was talking to Sister Prince this morning. She, her, her family, I can't remember, but third year union coming up. I said, you going? Yeah, you going? I don't mind. Folks are getting lying. <laughs> Looks good. You know, man, I, I, I didn't really know you nor like you in high school. What do you think? I ain't seen you in 30 years. So what do you think? Don't say. <laughs> Come on, say, carry on, Pastor. <laughs> now, remember, Adam and Eve, Sin by choice. When we sin, it's by choice. The devil can't make you do anything. Let me let me let me help you. That's why the scripture said he is like a thief that cometh in the night to steal, kill, and destroy. He can't make you do anything. Why would a thief come into the night? Because they don't want confrontation. They want to catch you while you sleep. They want to catch you while your guard is down. So when we choose, see, see how many is going to be honest with me? We're in God's house. How many of y'all have had a, 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 a thought come to your mind to go off on somebody? Now, watch this. Watch the process. Some of us say the process of sin. It first comes to your mind. Hello? You want to say this? You ought to do that. Then filters down to your heart. And when it filters in and gets into your heart deep enough and, and better than it comes out of your mouth. That's why Paul jumped on the Corinthian church. He said, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's what's coming out of him because it came from the heart. So if you said something, if you did something, you really meant to do that. You just didn't mean to get caught. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, you saw that you got caught. But when we understand that the wages of sin is death, and see what Satan is, a manipulator of words. He said, surely, listen, he said, surely you're not going to just die. That's what he's telling me. Surely you're not going to just die. Because, see, we think an instantaneous death. But just imagine this. I'm not trying to scare anybody. For every lie that you tell, it cuts off a year on your life. Whatever sin you commit, it cuts off a year on your life. Somebody's going to be scared to go to sleep at night. <laughs> That's the power of grace and mercy. When you understand, he said, 
by right, you should die. Let's go back to the word. Let's go back to the word. For those who just came, we're in Romans 6 and 23. Say, for the wages of sin is death. There's that, there's that, there's that pause there. It's death. By right, we should all be dead. By right. Somebody say, but God extended grace and mercy my way. And because he extended grace and mercy my way, I then got to learn how to Reproduce, I mean, reproduce. Lord, have mercy. Reproduce that. I gotta learn how to pass it on. It's the gift that keeps on giving. God extends me grace, so therefore I extend you grace. I owe God my life, and I'm gonna let you go for the two hundred you owe me. Y'all see how that works? But you wanna hold a grudge because somebody owe you two hundred dollars, and then God said, "Well, what do you owe me? You owe me your life. I gave my son on your behalf." And you want to not speak to somebody over some material stuff? You want to get caught up over some personal knickknacks? When God said, I gave the very best that I had for you, and you didn't even have sense enough to receive it then. But listen to the life. Here comes the lifeline. But the gift of God is eternal life. And eternal life can only come through one direction. I don't care how much you read the Bible. Until you accept Jesus Christ, you are impossible. I don't care how much scripture, scripture you can quote. Until you accept Jesus Christ, you are an impostor. I don't care if you go to whatever denomination you want to call. You can come. I feel good today holding the church baptism of God in Christ. You have to accept Jesus Christ or you are an imposter. That's what separates us from the rest of the world. It's not because of your good looks. It's not because of your strong credit rating. It's because you have accepted Jesus Christ. And when you accept Jesus Christ, he gives you favor that is so unmeasurable. He gives you, he'll take you and put you in places that you know you didn't deserve it. You didn't know how you got here. But grace and mercy, you rode on the wings of your two big sisters. Amen? So you don't have to die twice. When you understand this right here, that Jesus offered up his life by choice. When he stood before Pilate, and Pilate said, do you know who I am? I want y'all to think about that just for a second. You're talking to God in the flesh, and you ask him, do you know why? The scripture said he never said among the words. Pilate did the sanctimonious thing and washed his hands and said, I'm done. The blood ain't on my hand. Just because you see something and you know it's wrong and you don't say nothing, he just is guilty. Amen? And when they call it out, who do we rescue and save? Do we save this known thief? Or do we perse- persecute the man you call Jesus? And they said, persecute him. But he never opened his mouth. Because he knew he only had to die once. And when they beat him all night long, 
He never said among the words. Because he knew it was part of the process. Some of us need to learn how to toughen up and go through some things because it's part of the process. See, when we sing the song, I know it was the blood, you got to understand there's power behind that song. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. And I know it was the blood for me. It goes back and takes us back to Isaiah when Isaiah spoke that, that, that there's going to be a prophet coming through the stem of death. It's going to save all of us. And not a bone on his body shall be broken. And people didn't understand that when he got to Calvary's cross, Part of the crucifixion was to break your legs, to speed up the death process. But when they went to break his legs, y'all don't understand how God works. When they, when they broke his legs, they went to break his legs and said, he's already gone. That was part of God's plan. And when they laid him in the tomb, notice I said laid him in the tomb, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees had sense enough to know that Jesus had impact. See, Jesus was messing up that thing called religion, messing with their money. And they said, I need you to put a guard at the door and put the biggest stone there so can't nobody come steal them at night. But I serve a mighty God. And when they went to claim his body, <laughs> the stone was rolled away. And the angels say, y'all come seeking the man they call Jesus? And he's not here. What do you mean he's not here? I saw him die. I saw them crucify him. He's not here. And when they went, see, he borrowed the tomb. And when you borrow something, you have the intention of giving it back. Not like you, you're going to borrow it and hope you never see me again. But he bought it, he said, so I can give it back. What am I trying to say? See, you got to understand that I'm on ball time right now. I got to give this back because I'm seeking, I'll trade this time in for eternity. Am I making any sense this morning? And so when they, when, they, when they went, they found that his linen was folded neatly. Some of you had to learn proper etiquette when you go to a restaurant. And when you get up from the table and you're at a restaurant of some status, if you just throw your napkin down and cover your plate, that's a cue to the waiter that they can come get your remains. But when you fold your napkin and you place it Above your plate, that's a sign that they're not done, that they're coming back. Jesus had folded his linen as a sign, I'm coming back. Because you can't kill this body. I gave up this body because I understand that I'm living to live again. That's why I can only die once. That was a choice by Jesus. You got a choice today, brothers and sisters that you can only die once. Because after that, it's the judgment. And that's the death you don't want to experience. 
That's when you don't want to say, oh, my God, I really messed up. God was for real. Jesus was for real. When you understand, oh, taste and see. Oh, taste and see. Sister Deidre, I used to think I didn't like avocados until I found out that they're really good for me. And when I ate that avocado with a different mindset, see, some of us have been introduced to God, but we a different mindset. I don't need God. I'm young. Keep waking up. You think you're young. Your body tells you something else. Hello? Amen. When you get up and ache, you're still in the bed. Hello, somebody. And he said, he say, well, wait a minute. I got to understand something. That God has been whispering to me all this time because God is the most perfect gentleman on earth. He's not going to make you follow him. He's going to extend an invitation. I couldn't make Sister Prince marry me. <laughs> Y'all think I could No, she had to want to be with me. You got to want to be with God. That's why we say, falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. It was the best thing I've ever done. Now, look, when you're in love in the natural, ain't nothing you won't do for Hello, that's my boo. Where's your Jesus? I'm faithful and loyal to my boo. Can you be faithful and loyal to Jesus? Because only he can save us. Only he can deliver us. And only he shall keep us. Somebody say, destiny Destiny. is my choice. choice. Say it again, destiny Destiny. is my choice. All you have to do is understand that when I trust and follow the process of God, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Now, let me help somebody. When he's talking, when he attacks you, he's attacking me. You're not on your own. We're in this together. And that's why we have to be our brother slash sister's keeper. When we understand that it is up to us, that's why Jesus had sisters to say, look, disciples, always go. If you can't do nothing but go in two. Why is that? To keep us accountable and looking out for each other. Because how many would be honest with me that the devil talks to you the most when you're by yourself? He talks to you most. That's when we do crazy, radical stuff when we're by ourselves. I keep telling you all, I love that deal. And that lion teaches you something. He's the king of the jungle, but you can take a page out of his book. About, that's how Satan attacks us. He'll look, see the young buck thinking he don't need no help. There's strength in numbers. He said, when two or three are gathered, I'll be in the midst. And you think you can do it all by yourself. And that, that lion said, yeah, keep on wondering. Mm-hmm. Y'all see him, don't you? Yeah, y'all, we see him. We see him. You know, it's been a couple of days since we did eight. Y'all ready to make this move? Yeah. And then the attack is on. But because you're young and strong, I don't need nobody. Don't want nobody. Doody, 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 do. Life is good. And here come the attack. Oh, 
now you, the, the, the herd is way down yonder's way. And you look back, somebody here, is that Junior? <laughs> they got him. <laughs> Tried to tell it. But hopefully, you're not the Junior. Amen? Young folk, I know you're anticipating and you're so anxious and you're ready to get out there. But trust me, you've got a long time to be out there. Get all the nurturing, all the, the training that you can get. Because when you're out there, guess what? You're out there. The plate will be broken. You can come back for visits only. Amen? You will always have a place to stay, but this will always be my home. We're not trying to kick you out, but we're trying to make sure that when you're out, that you can make it out. Amen? So understand that when Jesus has positioned us, he has positioned us through trial and error. So that doesn't kill you, make you strong. Amen? If I can trust him now, can I trust him for tomorrow? Or better yet, will I trust him for tomorrow? Because only what we do for Christ is going to last. Amen? That's why sin is always around us. And let me help somebody. Sin is not going anywhere. It's going to be here. It's part of the design. And what I've learned about God, he can't stand sin. But he loves the sinner. Some of us don't even know how to forgive amongst ourselves. When God is trying to make a very example out of your life. See, don't worry about the next person. Worry about what God has done for you. How many would admit that, that you've done some stuff that you, you pray that nobody ever finds out? You said some stuff, he said, Lord, if they, if they only knew. Amen? That's what draws us, and that's what should keep us. That's what should help us be compassionate one toward another. Don't be so quick to jump on the judgment way. Yes, I know it's unrighteousness. I, yes, I know that it's ugly. Yes, I know that, that sin is distasteful. But all have sinned and fallen short to the glory and the power of God. And let he who is without sin cast the first song. That's why if you know God and save you, you ought to be quick to help rescue somebody else. You ought to be the first one out there. Let me help somebody. Everybody don't come from the same background. Liars recognize liars. Thieves recognize thieves. Whoremongers recognize whoremongers. Am I making any sense? So everybody can't handle your testimony. But they do need to know that you're safe. Because you're going to connect. Y'all heard the saying, gain, recognize gain. I'm going to be honest. Y'all going to be honest. How many liars in here this morning? Not that you're lying right now, but how many liars? You didn't lie. And you can pretty much tell when somebody's lying because you know what lying is about. Now, tell me that again. Then you got to slow the process down to remember what you said. That's too much work to lie. Just tell the truth and get it over with. Just tell the truth. When we understand that the truth is what really sets us and makes us free. I'm not perfect. 
not in the way you think I am, but I am perfect in the way God has said because I have grown and learned from my mistakes. I have matured in Christ. And because I've matured in Christ, it is time for me to pass this life on to let them know that, yes, I'm living to live again. I'm appointed to die once, but I don't have to die twice. Get my house in order and let the Lord continue to lead. Somebody give God a hand praise of thanks. And understand that everything that God allows to come our way is truly by his design. Wednesday night, God blessed us, and, and we spoke in part about God's plan always works. See, your plan don't work, but God's plan always works. There is a way that seems right. Sounds right, it feels right, it even looks right. But how many people look like, you know, you know, people look like they know who God is until you learn them. I ain't never seen so many lying preachers in my life. They just lie just because they see you know why they lie? You know why they lie? Most of them are lying Jack. Why do you think they lying, Jack? To get your money. But I like Paul. He said, I'm not begging you for nothing. God gave me gifts and talents that I can survive. Amen. Now if you don't want to give according to how God blessed you, then that's on you and the Lord. But it's not going to affect how I'm going to preach or teach you. See, you gotta understand. Preachers hold themselves hostage because they got strong ties for you. And they won't tell them what thus says the Lord. Some of their strongest ties players are the biggest hair raisers. But because they want to play the politically correct game, where if I tell Brother Johnson, Brother Johnson's wrong, Brother Johnson gonna shut down and take his money with him. Brother Johnson, if you're a liar, you're a liar. <laughs> now, if you want to be saved, we can meet you at the altar, and God can deliver us through this. But I'm not going to just keep on winking and turning over to you because you're laying good money at the table. Great. You didn't sold your soul. And enough money in the world that's going to, that's going to keep me from heaven. And you can do how you want to do. But as for me and my house, my personal vessel, my personal vessel, I got to let God have the right of way. Now, some of you this morning, or needing God to redirect your path. I'm not going to ask you what it is that's between you and the Lord. But I want to pray with you. If you'll be honest with yourself and meet me at this altar, we'll have a word of prayer. So I my soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. My soul 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.